You want to sit back because you barely our microphone left us. Oh no. You got a little too tipsy there. <laughs> Go home, microphone. You're drunk. Go, Roadie. Go, Roadie. Do you have any stories? I didn't think about it. It's your turn to tell a story. I told one last time. Oh, God. The only thing I can think of right now was the ghost story I got. Tell it. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not funny, but... We'll make it up for so, it later. What? I said we'll make it up for Make it up. Make it... Make, make up for it. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, so... Sorry. So, guys. Okay, so I'm pretty convinced that my clinic is haunted that I work in. And, um... Like, apparently, it was built on an old graveyard and everything, so... So, it's definitely It's haunted. definitely haunted. No, but for real. So, last week, I was just chilling in the break room, reading a book. How appropriate, right? And, uh, all of a sudden, I'm... And I'm the only person on this side of the whole building. Anyone else that was in that building was way on the other side, and it's a pretty big building. So, there was no one around me. So... I'm in there and I hear a whisper and it's a woman's voice and it's somebody whispering in the same room as me. And she says, uh, don't laugh. And then she says a couple of words that I couldn't understand. And then once she finished talking, there was a huge like bolt of thunder, like really huge. And all of a sudden the whole, the power went out in the whole building. What? Yeah. That's I, crazy. I was terrified. <laughs> I was like okay bye <laughs> and i like ran to the other side of the clinic it was insane so like i totally believe in ghosts like totally no i definitely believe in ghosts oh my god i want to go i want to see it yeah i wonder if she was being sarcastic though like don't laugh like i'm about to scare the shit out of you <laughs> <laughs> i don't think she'd tell you not to laugh she should have said don't scream oh god <laughs> i didn't scream i was can too terrified can you imagine if somebody just whispered don't scream and then the power went out oh god but then like she whispered a few words afterwards like it was almost sounded like an incantation like because it was words i couldn't understand and it was short and then thunder happened and the lights went out that's crazy it was insane you got a ghost girl i was like okay wow <laughs> on that note peace i out. see you sis i see you <laughs> i just work here <laughs> If, if you were corporal and I could, like, touch you, I'd give you a massage. Like, right, babe, I right. seriously would. I see you, girl. <laughs> it is rough in the afterlife. I get it. Mm. <laughs> I was like, look, I just work here. I ain't here to disturb your peace or nothing. Well, that's okay. A couple of times when I've been at the bookstore, books will just, like, randomly fly off the shelf. Really? Yep. Oh, my God. Yep. Uh, sometimes I'm like... Okay, yeah, people were back there a little while ago. There have been times when I was the only one in there. And a book will just, just be like, bloop. Oh, my God. Yep. That's crazy. Oh, my God. My friend works in a library, and sometimes she says that happens with them, too. That's crazy. I want to yeah. go to a haunted library. I'm pretty sure that one is, though, because it's really awesome. old. That would be yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, hi, guys. Hey, how are y'all? It's Paige. And Hollywood, we're your hosts of Booklet Podcast. And we're back at it with the Crazy Rich Asians series. We are. We are on the second book, China Rich Girlfriends. Um, I'm really excited for this one. I really like the book. Uh, we are drinking 
peach bellinis. You'll understand the reference if you read the book. Yes, you would. You would. So, read the book. And if we get really weird really fast, it's because we're already on our second one. Yeah. Because they're really good. They are good. They are really, really good. So, we have a couple of announcements for you guys. If you follow us on Instagram and Facebook, which you really should be, we have some new cover art. It was designed for us. For us? For us? For us. It was designed for us. It was designed for us by Alicia. Um, she is a local artist, and she took my ideas, well, our ideas, and ran with it and made this beautiful cover art for us. And next, we're going to have stuff for merch. She's working on some stickers. Yeah, it's Yay. amazing. So if you want to follow her, because she does amazing work, you can follow her on Instagram. Her um, Instagram name is Allie Adores Art, and it's A-L-Y, Adores Art, all one word. So go follow her, go like our art, go tell us what kind of merchandise you want. That's going to be really exciting. Um, then we have a new review. Guys, we love getting reviews. It makes us so excited. And when you review us, we will read your reviews on the podcast. So we'll get to hear all of the wonderful things that you say about us. Yeah. Yeah. You get to hear it. And you wrote it. But everybody else gets to hear it, too. Yeah. So, uh, Abby Loves Yarn said, You ladies are hilarious. I found myself laughing along with the giggle fits as though I was hanging out with a couple of good friends. You seriously make me want to read Given. It's right up my alley for content, and you two did a really good job of selling it. I can't wait for part two. Aw. So, that made us so happy. Thanks, Abby. Thanks, Abby. That is exactly the kind of feel that we want. Like, we want people to feel like they are talking to their best friends. Yeah. It is like a sleepover. I miss sleepovers. Aw. I mean, I guess I don't miss them that much because you and I have them I mean, I was often. about to say, we have sleepovers. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, big sleepovers. Yeah. Where all of the girls get together. And you just all sit around and gossip with each other. Uh-huh. That's how I... Feel, I feel like that's like our vibe. That is totally our and vibe. And I love that. It feels so personal. Yeah. It's yeah. nice. So thank you, yeah. Abby. We love you too. Um, definitely go check out Given and tell us what you think. Yeah. Speaking of telling us what you think about books. Good uh, segue. Thanks. So we have a, a review. A um, listener, we have listener input, guys. Yes, yes, we have some listener input about the Crazy Rich Girlfriend book that we are doing today. So this is from Dusty. I'm going to go ahead and read it. She says, My insights into China Rich Girlfriend is just that it's super enjoyable for me. I love the CRA series as a whole because it's so opposite of my usual type of book, but I love it anyway. Like so much of the entire series is describing clothes, jewelry, houses, etc., and normally that bore me to tears. But something about the way Quan writes, I am so hooked. When doing this last reread, I was convinced I had to not enjoy it as much, but nope, I still love it. I also think it has to do with having such a rich, wide variety of characters, especially once you get into China Rich Girlfriend and even more characters are introduced. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> They're such rich characters. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Dusty. Good one, Dusty. I see what you did there. <clears throat> okay, keep going. 
Um, I also want to add that I highly, oh, hold on. Where is it? <laughs> Oops. Oh, I also want to add that I highly recommend the audiobook. The narrator is amazing and truly makes the story come to life. Nice. Yeah. So, thank you, Dusty. Thank you. I have to admit, I'm kind of loving it, too. Oh, my God. It's so good. I'm normally not a fan of, like, ooh, the hoity-toity. Right, but I agree. It's the way it's written. Yeah, that it's keeps so you, good. That keeps you hooked. It really does. It's great. I'm going to say, I can't remember the name of the book because I just saw it in passing, but I saw another one that he wrote, and I was like, need to get it. Nope, I'm only here for certain things. I'm only here for certain things. And then I bought <laughs> other things that I wasn't there for, but it's now on my list. It's going on the list, exactly. Okay, so, so do you want to go ahead and get started? Yeah, we probably need to. Okay. Or do so, we want to take a break and make another drink? It's up to you. Do you guys want another drink? Let's get another drink. <laughs> we'll be right back. After these mess. Okay, we are back with fresh glasses. Delicious. It's so good. Um, we almost forgot, guys, another reason that you should follow us on our Instagram. We had a celebrity like one of our posts. You want to guess who it is? Guess. No. <laughs> this is Dora. <laughs> no, I'm not Dora. No, but Kevin Kwan liked or post about us doing China Rich Girlfriend for this podcast. I flipped my shit, guys. Y'all, y'all. I was so excited. Kevin, we love you. I, I, oh! I am starstruck. If I'm you are blushing. listening, if you are listening, please tell me you listen. No, oh my God, don't tell, don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, because we love you, but oh, he's going to be like, girls, you all do not know how to say the words that... <laughs> He's going to have to teach us. Oh, my gosh. A but lesson in, in class. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because we don't either. We have no idea what class is. But, no, seriously, Kevin, if you are listening, and I kind of somewhat embarrassingly hope you are listening, please reach out. And at, we have questions and would love your input. And Yes, absolutely. Oh, my gosh, that would be so amazing. Um, that would mean a lot. That would. But thank you for liking our post if you're listening. Yay. Yay. Thank you. Okay, so let's get to it. Okay, so if you guys remember um, last time we had said in the beginning that we weren't going to go through all of the characters in the book because there was just too many. So many. So we were going to. So the last time we really just stuck to the main characters. Mm -hmm. Um, But some of them do carry over into this book as well and become main characters. So main ish, main ish, yeah. So um, we just have just an FYI: if there are new characters in this book, some of them are new, but some, some of them, them have new, carried but... over. But um, yeah, we won't go into in a lot of detail about who they are because if you really want to know all that, read the book. Right. Right. So yeah, but we, we are go. still talking about Rachel and Nick. What? Yeah. But there's other main characters now too. Well, I know, but but it's not it's not it's all still about following. It, them. Yes, but it's not all about them this time. No, I was just gonna say we are still talking about Rachel and Nick. Yeah, and we see Astrid and yes, I just lost his name. And oh. Kitty is a major character now. 
Yeah, Kitty is a major character, but what's Ashton Stude's name? All I could think of is... Oh, Michael. 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 All I could Michael. think of was Carlos. Who's Carlos? <laughs> At least if you would have said Charlie, that would have made sense. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, no, I just wanted to introduce Astrid because I love Astrid. Oh, we love Astrid. Oh my gosh, she's so perfect. Yes. I want to be Astrid. No, I don't. No, I don't. Astrid-like. I want to... I want to know Astrid. Yeah. I don't want to be Astrid because then I feel like I couldn't talk drunk shit on a podcast, but I want to Be know a close Astrid. friend of Astrid's. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, and we do get to, to meet Kitty and find out more about her. Mm-hmm. And then meet some surprising new characters. Yay! Yay! Okay, so let's jump right in. So the book opens up in the prologue with Eddie, who um, was in the last book before. He wasn't a big character, and he's still not a really a big character. But It's Nick's um, cousin. Yeah, he's related to Eleanor and Nick and all of them. Anyway, so he's kind of like a personal financer, advisor kind of guy for like really rich people. Mm-hmm. Like a banker, but it's like well, personal yeah. financing. So um, his client, um, he's helping his client, Beosheowin. That's how I said it. I guess we're going to try to pronounce as best as we can. Um, so he's helping her to cover up uh, her son's scandal. Her son is named Carlton. And uh, basically he crashed a Ferrari and it injured himself pretty badly, another girl, and also killing another girl. Right. So there were three people in the car, big accident. I think he ran into like a building or something like that. Was he drunk when right. he was doing it? He might have been. I can't remember for sure. Right. But it's a huge scandal because Beowin's, uh, no. What did I just say? Carlton's Carlton's dad dad is big into the political scene. Right. So for the public to find out that his son killed a girl, you know, unintentional, but Mm -hmm. killed a girl, it would hurt his reputation. And the reason they're able to cover it up is because it happened in London. Mm -hmm. So it's not like it's in Shanghai. Right. Is that where they are? Shanghai? No. It's not Shanghai. It's, uh... Mm. It's, uh... Shit, I don't remember. Shanghai was the last book. I wrote it down somewhere, but I don't know where that's at. It's not in Asia. They're in London. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway. So, um... He is, uh, you know, I guess, taking her out to lunch. Eddie is taking, um, Shayowen out to lunch... And um, discussing the case and everything. Uh-huh. And he runs into Eleanor, who is having lunch with her friends. And there's a whole thing there, but I'm just summing this up because right. this is just the prologue. Um, so basically, he he's like, oh, Eleanor, this is my client, Sheowen. Oh, this is my aunt, Eleanor. Great. You know, I have some important business to go take care of. You know, would you mind having lunch with her? You know, you, you know, right. basically being hospitable. Yeah, while I go take like, care of business. Yeah, she's going through a hard time. Here, help her. That's yeah, basically what it was. Basically, and Eleanor and her friends are like, "Oh, okay." And, and I mean, it was more to it than that. Like they knew she was rich, so they're right. like, "Who are you?" Like, well, of, of course they know she's rich. She's Eddie's client. Right. So, um, the whole so, point of this is you need so, to remember 
Bayo Shayoen. Right, because Just they remember. were... Okay, but they were... So they were talking, she's like, yes, I'm so distraught, my son got in an accident, and... But this is a picture of him, and so she shows them a picture of her son, Carlton, and everyone's like, wow, interesting, and they're all looking at Eleanor, and when Eleanor sees the picture of Carlton, she realizes that he looks exactly like Rachel. Like dead fucking ringer. Like, exactly like her. So... That's the end of the prologue. So then it cuts to, um, there is this auction, this art auction going on for these ancient scrolls, and everybody wants it. It's called the Palace of the Eighteen Perfections. Yeah, so it's this big, huge, like, historical artifact. I guess that's kind of redundant. It's like a, cult. it's a big cultural significant yes. artifact is what I was trying to say. Anyway, um... And they thought that they were lost for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Well, they have been found and restored, and it's, like, a big deal. So anybody who is anybody is trying to get them. Museums are trying to get them. Like, it's a big deal. Right. So everyone is bidding to try and get these um, get, get these scrolls. And so while everyone's bidding, um, a woman bust in like all dramatically and she's got like these two you know fancy Big wolf pe- hounds oh, on <laughs> i was thinking peacocks peacocks no they're they're wolf hounds they're yeah the wolf hounds <laughs> and they're on like diamond leashes and yeah. she's like looking all perfect and she comes in and she just like drops this huge ass bet and everyone's like oh shit who even is this woman and like so it's all dramatic and they all go back and forth back and forth well she ends up winning she wins it for $195 million. Can you imagine? That's a lot of fucking money on a piece of art. Like, I, I, I can't even... I work at a bank and I can't even fathom no. that. So then you find out, you know, who is this lady, right? Right? Well, guess what? It's Kitty Pong who had happened... She married uh, Bernard. If you remember Bernard, he was um, the guy who threw Colin's bachelor party. <laughs> bachelor party bachelor party (laughs) he is an ass he is and kitty who was dating another character in the last book ended up dating this guy and they got married (laughs) i'm not sure in the last book you could call it dating no you can't they ended (laughs) up in a compromised situation right right (laughs) okay so a little brief on kitty though we're not going to go into the whole big history ever but like so she um, she used to be a soap opera star. She's, like, outrageously fabulous. And she's new money, obviously. And before she was a soap opera star, wasn't she an adult film star? Yes, she was. Yeah. So everyone kind of looks at her like, oh. Basically, everyone thinks she's trash and she's trying to be better than that. Basically, yeah. That's the reputation she has. Um, so, Rachel and Nick are... In Back Cal- together. Yes. And they're in <gasps> California, and they're planning their wedding, which is, is so like, so happy. And like, I love how they just introduce them, and they're like, oh, wedding plans. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, you don't need to hear the details about how he groveled his way back. Right. But he did, and they're getting married, and all is right in the world. Right. And it's, it's great. so great. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, they're discussing, you know, the upcoming upcoming wedding and they're having dinner with Rachel's family which confused me at first because I was like but Rachel doesn't have family <laughs> but then isn't it like 
I guess Rachel's mom's friends that she made or yeah. something because she was calling them like aunt and uncle. And yeah, I was so like, that's a a big thing culturally is basically any close older woman is auntie whatever. Okay. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. So kind of like in most cultures, like right. in America, do that. I mean, yeah, I do that yeah. in my family, but um, it just confused me at first. I was like, wait, what family? <laughs> But, um... Where did this family come from? Who are these people? <laughs> so, um, they're having dinner with him, and the topic comes up about her father. And, um, apparently they've been trying to find him before the wedding, you know? Yeah, because if you don't remember, um, just a quick little recap of the last one. If you want more details, listen to the other three episodes we did on it, and read the book. But... Um, the man. I love how forceful that... you are about that. Read the book. <laughs> read the damn book. No, just kidding. Just kidding. Please read the book. It's great. You should read it. It's wonderful. Anyway, um, the man that Rachel thought was her father, who she thought was dead, was not her father. Mm-hmm. It was her mom's husband. Again, not the father. Anyway, moving right along. Um, and then the man who is her father. They find they are hoping is not dead. They've been trying to track him down because she wants to meet him. And she really right. wants him. Like, she was trying to meet him before the wedding. But at this point, she's kind of given up. Right. And so so far, they haven't had any luck at all. They've been all over the place, falling all kinds of leaves, and they just haven't found him. Um, so going back to Eleanor, she ends up becoming friends with uh, Bayo Shawin for obvious reasons. Because she had manipulative little Right, plot. and now she's suspicious, and she's mm-hmm. like, who are you? Mm-hmm. And um, so she becomes friends with her, and she ends up meeting Carlton, who, yes, does look just like Rachel, even mm-hmm. in the flesh. And um, he is obsessed with cars, and they are so rich that it surprises Eleanor. Like, they invite her over to their apartment, or no, apartment. Well, I mean, it is an apartment. But, it's like a penthouse, though. Yeah, yeah, a penthouse. It's not like my and apartment. And they've got, like, they've got, like, a car elevator and, like... Oh, my gosh, I've she, heard of those things. They're so that cool. That is so... It freaked her out, though. I loved her reaction. She was like, what the hell? It's like... <laughs> so, I imagine it as almost like a vending machine for cars. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> That's basically what it is. And, like, she, she, like, gives her, like... What was it? A Birkin or something? Yeah, some, like, super fancy Like, she purse. gave her a bag, and she was like, oh, this is just a little something for you, no biggie. Yeah, I give it to all of my friends. And, yeah, and, like, and Eleanor's like, what, I can't take this? This is too much. And then she was like, no, you can have it, look. And then she goes, like, in this room, and it's, like, full of, like, Yeah, it's nothing but bags. bags. And she's like, I bulk up on them and, like, you know, give them to all my friends. Like, that's just what I do. Can you even like, imagine? that's just what she does. Like, you have that much money to just... Okay. She has more purses than I have pennies. Right? <laughs> Girl. High dollar purses. Right? Like thousand dollar purses. Yes. Crazy. And she's just like, throw, like here you go, girl. Take yeah. you one. Oh my god. I've used it twice. I don't need it anymore. Yeah, no biggie. <laughs> so, um, it surprises Eleanor. And so now she's like super interested. Like, not only does this guy... Well, look, yeah. Look like Rachel, you know, they're super loaded. Like, she's trying to figure out this connection here. And she thought Rachel's, you know, biological family was going to be, like, 
trash, basically. Right, basically. She expected them to be just poor mm-hmm. and nobodies. Right. In her eyes, anyway. So, um, now we go back to Astrid. Yay, Astrid! So, Astrid and Charlie have been keeping in touch with each other ever since they reconnected at from the wedding. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're constantly, like, emailing each other and corresponding and, like, and Astrid's, like, uh, confining in Charlie and, like. So, they're just really good friends, which yeah. is how it was when they were engaged, And too. it's super cute. And, um, Michael's, Michael is, you know, Astrid has, Astrid's husband. <laughs> Astrid's hussy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, um, Michael's business is booming now. And so he's doing really good. So Astrid seems like she's really happy. And Charlie isn't happy, but he pretends he is when he talks to Astrid. Yeah, so he acts like everything's hunky-dory in his marriage. And, you know, Astrid is like, oh my goodness, you know, we're doing so well. And you all are doing so well. And everything's perfect. Right. Everything is how it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um... Chinese New Year comes around, and they're having it at Amas, and so, you know, everyone's getting together, and someone accidentally tells Eleanor, um, that Nick is marrying Rachel. Right. So, apparently, um, she hasn't talked to Nick, or Nick hasn't talked to her. Yeah, Nick won't talk to her. In two years. It's been two years, and they have not spoken. Do you blame him? No, I don't. I would have cut her off, too. Yeah, I mean, she fucked up. Yeah, big time. So what happens is, you know, one of the cousins is talking and just happens to let it slip, uh, asking about if yeah, she's she going to the wedding. Right, she says something about like, oh, so what about your upcoming trip? Aren't you going to right. California? And she's like, no, why would I be going to California? And she's like, well, Nick and Rachel live in California. The only reason I'd be going out there if they were getting married. Right. So, then she corners Astrid and tries to ask Astrid for details. And Astrid, ooh, she's a queen and she wouldn't tell her shit. Nope. She was like... She was like... If you want to know, ask Nick yourself. Yep. And if Nick wanted you to know, he would tell tell you. you. Yep. Yeah. Love her. Yes. And then so she calls up her husband and her husband's like... Oh, yeah, they're getting married. We got, uh, he called. I got an invitation. Yeah, I got an invitation, <laughs> but you didn't. So I t- said I wasn't going without you. So yeah, we're not going to his wedding. It's not a big deal. Yeah. And I love how he just plays it cool. Yeah, like, he's just Our like, son's getting married. We're not going. Yeah, that's cool. Whatever. And then this bitch. Who does she go to? How does she find out? She's a manipulative little pain in the Asian butt. <laughs> she goes to Astrid's son mm-hmm. and here's him asking for ice cream and being told no he can't have ice cream and then she takes him off into another little room with a big old bowl of ice cream and he's just eating away happy as can be because mm-hmm. he got him some ice cream and she's like so does your mommy have any trips planned and this sweet little innocent kid has no idea what's going on. He's and just happy he with the spills ice cream. the details. He's like, "Yeah, mommy's going to California, and she's going like on this and on this, this day. day, and she'll be gone for this long." And Eleanor is like, "Like perfect. Now I know when and where it is." Yeah. Like, oh, I can't stand her. Amazing. So, 
Um, meanwhile, Nick is working. He's giving a lecture. And in the middle of his lecture, uh, he's a professor. Right. Right. So in the middle of his lecture, these two pretty Norwegian women come in and they interrupt. <laughs> I just thought this was so funny. They interrupt his class and they're like all serious and they're like, Nick, you need to come with us. <laughs> and he's like, I'm teaching class. And, and they're, they're like, like, we don't care. You're coming with us. And they're like. <laughs> and I like so, how none of what we just did was Norwegian accents. No, I don't even know how to, I how to even do that. I couldn't. <laughs> but so Nick's thinking, oh, this must be a, a bachelor prank. You're, you know, yeah. Like this is going to be like. One of the. Oh, good Lord. Excuse me. One of the guys set it up. Yeah, there. yeah. Goodness, excuse me. So he follows them, and they end up escorting him to, like, this yacht. And then they get on the yacht, and he's like, starts to realize, okay, this isn't a, <laughs> this this isn't a bachelor a, thing. No. And they get there, and it's Jacqueline. Or Jacqueline. Is it Jacqueline? I just said it was Jacqueline. Okay, see, remember we had this conversation last time. I know, but I don't remember what we Because determined. my little sister's name is Jacqueline. Right. But she doesn't spell it like that. Right. But she's, hers just isn't normal. Like, my mom intentionally didn't spell it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> my mom intentionally misspelled my sister's name. No, she really <laughs> did. <laughs> so, but anyway, but, but people always say Jacqueline. I don't right. know. Anyway... Which, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. This She's... lady is a family friend. Right. Fr- and we've mentioned her before in the past book. Isn't she Francesca's mom? Not Francesca's mom. One of their moms. Yeah. One of Nick's ex-girlfriend's moms or yeah. something. Yeah. So, th- I mean, the families are close. But, um, so she's there and she tries to convince him uh, not to marry Rachel because Ama is going to cut him out of the will. Like, he won't get anything. And Nick's like, I don't give a shit. Right. Like, I love Rachel. I don't care about, you know, Amma's inheritance. I don't care about the money. And, and you know, Jacqueline just keeps saying, like, but you don't understand on what you're losing out on. Like, what privileges you're losing. Like, right. And, like, tries to make a huge deal out of it. It's which, not just the money. It's all of the other benefits that her right. name affords you. Right. Basically, like, your, um, your status. Right. And, and all that. And, um... But he's still just like, I really don't give a shit. Right. Like, I, how many times do I, I have to tell you? I walked away from that for a reason. Yes, how many times do I have to tell you people, I'm marrying Rachel, I love her, I don't care what Ama thinks. So, anyway. That wasn't a big part in the story, no, but, but I had can, to throw that in there because I thought that was good. Can you imagine, like, being at work and then two Norwegian women showing up and even just being like, oh, well, it's my bachelor party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> where where are you taking me, ladies? <laughs> Let me loosen my tie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, um... So there is this ball that's happening. And, like, okay, so a lot happens at this ball. So, I want to hit all the topics, because it's a lot of, like, gossip topics that, like, come up later. Anyway. You hit those, because I don't remember any of that. Okay, so, this was a big deal, like, at mm-hmm. the ball. Um, it was written in the story as, like, a, um, in the book, as, like, a, like, a news column, like, a magazine column. 
but there was like a bunch of juicy parts in there. Like it was like an excerpt from a magazine right. about it. Anyway, so so at the ball, Michael is awarded Business Pinnacle of the Year. Mm-hmm. So the reporters um, in the article they mistakenly say that Astrid is underdressed because she's wearing like these like she's being classic Astrid. She is right. very she's not flashy. So she is in prime couture pieces. Yeah, that while they're not necessarily understated they're just very classy they're not not, they're not gaudy is what it is they're classy and people mistake them for being you know she's underdressed but really her earrings probably cost more than everybody's outfit in the entire ball put together like like she is like high like everything is like the highest of quality yes yes so she's absolutely not underdressed, but anyway, but that's important because Michael gets mad about that later, he's and it just snowballs. Anyway, so so Kitty um, insults the winner or the phil- how do you say this? Philanth- I always say that incorrectly. Philanthropic. 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 I think. Philanthropic? Philanthropic? Anyway, Pinnacle Award. <laughs> he gets this award. And this, this dude is receiving this award. And Kitty insults him by, um, while he's in the middle of his speech, you know, which oh, is a big deal. Yeah. yeah! You know, it's a big deal. He's receiving this huge award and he's giving his speech. And Kitty jumps up on the stage and steals a microphone from him and is all like, I will donate $20 million to his foundation. And she thinks she's, like, you know, being generous and whatever. But it's really stealing the spotlight from the dude. Right. And so it's really he, offensive. Like, his life work was for this. It was for, like, it was a big charity thing. I yes. can't remember what it was. And she, like, straight up steals the spotlight from him. Yeah. Like, that was his moment. Huge slap and she, in the you face. Know, you know, and she's thinking, oh, well, I'm just, I'm giving him $20 million, so it's like, I'm being generous, you know. Right. He should be, like, you know, but she doesn't see it that way. She's really, she's really naive, because she totally doesn't see it that way. No. She really does think that she's just being nice, and anyway. So that happens, which comes up later. Um, oh, but people notice that Bernard is not there. And nobody has seen Bernard in a while. Kitty's been out and about, you know, doing all these things, and Spending nobody's all this money. Yeah, and nobody's seen Bernard at all. Yep. Okay. And Kitty. Okay, so the ball ends, and Kitty makes a friend at the ball, right? Mm-hmm. And so afterwards, she's invited to go to lunch with her at this exclusive restaurant. Like. You have to be invited to go to this restaurant. It's so exclusive. Right. And they might not even let you in. Like. It's a big deal. It's a huge deal. And so the restaurant people, they don't accept Kitty. And the lady who invited her loses her membership for even inviting Kitty. Yeah. Like, can you imagine having so much clout in society that you can cause somebody to lose the membership that they paid for? Yeah. Just because you invited the wrong person. Mm-hmm. Like and that's... it's so crazy because, like, the way she finds out, she's told that 
they don't have a table for her for lunch. Oh, yeah. When she, like, had reserved one. And then she gets a call from her husband and is like, what the fuck did you do? We just lost our membership. Yeah. And she was just like, I don't know. I don't know what I did. Because the, the friend that Kitty made, I don't remember if she wasn't there for the big t- um, faux pas. Faux pas. Faux pas. At the ball? Faux pas. Yeah. What's it called? Faux pas. A faux pas. Yeah, it's a faux pas. Yeah. But she was at the ball because that's where they met. Right, but... She, I think she, she was just naive about it. She just didn't realize that it was such a big social scandal. Maybe. She didn't, I don't think she just, I think, I really think she was just innocent about it. Right. She didn't think about it. She was just like, oh, you're, you know, I don't know. You're a naive person. I'm, you're new to this, I'm new to this. Yeah, yeah let's, let's be friends. Let's go get lunch. Right. So, anyway, so Kitty's all confused because she doesn't realize it was all because they couldn't get lunch yet because of her. And, um. So, she's, like, outside of the restaurant, and she meets uh, this lady, Karina, who explains it all to her. Like, she spells it out to her. She's like, you do realize... All of this was because of you. Yeah, because of what you did at the ball, right? You do realize that, right? Right. And Kitty's like, what? And so, they end up getting lunch together. Well, and she takes it one step further. It's not just because of what you did at the ball. It is because of who you are because, and everything about you. Yes. You are new money. They will never accept that. You came from a trashy background. Yes. They will never accept that. You, I think she even came from the wrong, like, part of town. They will never accept you. Right. Unless. You have my help. I help you. So Karina just happens to, um... Like, this is what she does. She specializes in helping new money climb the social ladder and become, like, popular socialites. Like, that's what she does. She's a social step stool. Yeah, basically. (laughs) And she gets paid to do this and, like... Sorry, guys. You can totally hear that. So, anyway, Kitty does accept her services. She wants her to help her become popular amongst the socialites because all kitty wants to do is fit in yeah and she really is like like when you you hear her talking from her point of view she's so innocent about all of this like she really doesn't she really just wants to fit in right she literally just doesn't know i mean it would be like one of us suddenly trying to be yeah like she just doesn't Poor thing. I mean, I would hope we'd have a little bit more sense, but... Yeah, and she's so cute about it, though. She's like, why don't they like me? Like, why aren't we friends? Right. I donated $20 million, and and I have this great art, and I'm trying to do everything that they would do, and she's just not getting it. Yeah. So anyway, now Karina is going to basically make over Kitty and try to reshape her image so that she can fit in, basically. Right. So... Um, back to Nick and Rachel, they're doing the wedding rehearsal. Oh my gosh. Okay. This is an amazing part. So they're like, oh, they're having this like gorgeous outdoor wedding at a vineyard. Mm -hmm. They have trellises full of flowers and like everything's perfect and it's so amazing. And then Nick gets a call, right? And it's his dad. Yeah. And his dad is like, um, hey, Nick. Well, no, he, he tries to call him, but Nick, like, ignores it because he's in the middle of rehearsal. 
And then he gets a message popped up on a phone that says, sorry, I right. tried to stop her. Right. Then that's all it says is, I tried to stop her. And he's like, we need to double the security. We need to make, make sure she can't get in here. And then one of the security guys is like, um. Too late. She's already here. And he points up to the sky. And this bitch has come <laughs> in on a fucking helicopter. <laughs> I love it. It is an outdoor wedding, and she comes and lands basically right in the middle of it in a fucking helicopter. So, of course, all of the flowers are blown off the trellises. Like, everything is ruined, and Rachel is like, I'm going to kill her. Like, she is so mad, and I can't blame her. Like, I would be furious. No, because the wedding was the very next day. Right. Like, they don't have time. They have already spent so, like, all of this money on this wedding. And this bitch comes in at the last minute and fucking ruins it. (sighs) Talk about monster-in-law. Right. Like, the drama. Like, she had to be that dramatic. Had to be the center of attention. Yes. But when she comes out... She's like, no, she's like, okay, I'm coming off the wrong way here. She's like, I'm actually here to give you guys my blessing and to let you know that I found your father. Heyo. Right? (laughs) Do you love me now? (laughs) And Rachel is still like, I fucking hate you. Tell me about my dad. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and and she even does say that she's going to, like, help re like replace the flowers and everything like right she's gonna but still because she's got the the money to it's the goddamn to. least she could do right but she she does end up like refixing everything but anyway that's not important so the important thing is that she's like rachel hey i found your father and she's like oh yeah and then it's it's bayo shaywin's husband yeah big political guy yeah i'm i'm gonna try to say his name like bayo Gaoling? Gaoling? Anyway, it's Shaolin's husband. <laughs> Obviously. Rachel's dad. Yeah. This Beijing. Look, I wrote it right here. Ah, he's, that's right. I need that. A Beijing politician. Anyway, <laughs> so they fly to him. And, and, like, he he wants to meet her. Right. So they immediately, like, get in the helicopter and they fly to meet him. And. As soon as Rachel's mom sees him, they immediately start crying and right. hugging. It is him. After all of this time. Yes. So what had happened was... What had happened was... Um, Eleanor explains now how she used... Um, she basically used her resources, her resources, like her... Her spies. Her spies. She has spies. To basically piece together that he had changed his name to uh, start his career, his political career. And that's why Rachel can never find him because he right, changed his name. Right, because she's looking for the wrong person. Right. So, um, and now she's saying she approves of Rachel and all this. And well, because obviously, Rachel comes from money. Because now she knows that Rachel's rich. Right. right. That's all that, it is. That bitch. That bitch. So, it's wonderful and it's like heartwarming because they all meet after all this time. And he, does he walk her down the aisle? I don't think he does. I don't think he does. But he's he goes to the wedding. Yeah, he does. He goes to the wedding. He does go to the wedding. And Rachel and Nick have this beautiful wedding. And they get married. And do we continue? I don't think so. I think it's a good, good place to stop. Good place to stop? Okay. Yeah. And it so, was... yeah. So, Nick and Rachel 
finally got married. Yay! And her father was there, and Nick's parents were even there, and everyone is happy and family, and it's great. Yeah. So, we could keep going, guys, because it's going to be a little bit shorter of an episode, but if we this did is a keep good place going... To- this is a good place to stop, though, yeah. because the book is um, split into three parts, and this would be the end of part one. Right. So it's going to be another three-parter. We were going to try to do two, but it's I so think much it's, information. Yeah, I think it's best as three. Right. Um, plus, it gives you more time, now that we're talking about it, to get the book and to read it so you can give your opinion and your input like you heard from Dusty earlier. We will read them on the episodes. Mm-hmm. Give you all a shout out. Um, you can send us a message on Instagram or on Facebook or even email us if you like to. It's all really easy to find. It's just Booklet Podcast, B O O K L I T, because we get lit. What, what? Um, and then podcast. And the email address is just bookletpodcast at gmail.com. And we answer. By we, I mean. I answer. She does. <laughs> All of those. <laughs> I'm, I'm the chatty one. <laughs> um, yes. You're the techie. Yes. <laughs> I'm not the techie. <laughs> not at all. No, sorry. That's where you can hear the rustling of paper because she writes all of her notes on notebook paper. I'm old-fashioned that way. She is. Um, so, yeah, let us know what you think about the book. Make sure you go on um, to your your platform that you listen to us and like, rate, and review us. I don't know if all the other um, ways to listen to us have a rate and review for sure, but I know if you go to Apple Podcasts, you can just pull it up on your computer if you're not an Apple user. And if you just subscribe to us on there and leave a review, that's going to help us so much. And it's just a simple thing that you all can do that will help get our name out there, help get us new listeners, um, help get us seen. So it just takes a couple of seconds to do, and guys, we would so appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Holly was getting lost in her Bellini. Don't mind her. (laughs) (laughs) You were doing real good. You didn't need my help. (laughs) Um, So yeah, make sure, guys, that you, uh, you have a great week. Have a... Stay safe out there. Yeah, it's the end of August. Well, by the time you all hear this, it's September. Good Lord. Right? Have a safe and happy Labor Day because that's coming up. That's right, it is. It is. I'm so excited. Eat all the watermelons, swim Mm. all the swims. I haven't had watermelon all year. You haven't? No. Oh, you need to get some. I love watermelons. That's a watermelon. Um... But yeah, stay tuned for more news, and we will see you next time with part two of China Rich Girlfriends. Yay! Anything else? No, happy reading! Happy reading! See ya! Bye!